Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to a very special 4.30 p.m. edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, TalkShoe.com, and Spotify. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me as usual every week is my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nubster Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Trev. Uh, we got uh, DJ, the... Uh, the Mr. 24-7 with his new nickname now that's going to be joining us on, on the show today for our Clash of Champions prediction show. DJ, what's going on, buddy? I'm on. How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Go Buffalo. But, um, yeah, so uh, Clash of Champions tonight. Every championship will be defended on the card tonight. What are you guys looking forward to as far as, uh, you know, matches? I mean, it, it could play out to be a good pay-per-view. Well, it's not not every match is advertised to be being defended. We assume, so maybe you're assuming the twenty four seven title will be defended. Right, I keep forgetting about that. After it's, there's only ten, yeah, you know, other titles advertised to being defended. Okay. So I mean, there's a, there's a lot of good matches. I mean, we got picks from Tom. We got picks from Little Nugster. Um, like I said, Joe called in his picks because he's got some things going on today. DJ's joining us live. I didn't get any picks from our, our special guests. It just wasn't available this weekend to get them from. So it's just going to be the five of us. Okay. Um, before we go over and before we get into anything, you want to... I don't... You don't have the scores from last week? Okay. Uh, somewhere, maybe. I don't All right. Know. We'll see if Nug can uh, get that. I know I won the pay-per-view last week. I get the first... Uh, I get to pick the order. I've already got the first the the guy with the first pick lined up, and uh, right here. So it's going to be. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to an interesting pay per view, Deej. I mean, even though they don't have the finals of the King of the Ring on until tomorrow, I mean that's going to be. I think it's going to be an interesting pay per view. I, I can't. It's on my poem, which is recording. So okay. I can't. No, we can always uh, get into that. I mean, we can get into the picks anytime you guys are ready. But, uh, uh, but the overall, um, I was ahead of DJ by 10 points. Overall, ahead of you by 85 points. And then I want to say the little nurse was like 100 points. And then Tom's like yeah, 300 some odd points. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely getting closer. Yep. And with some of the picks I'm going to go off with today, it's going to get even closer. I'm well, going to be surprised if both you guys pass me. Well, it's going to be interesting to check on uh, Nugster's on uh, Nug's picks because he's picking first. So, uh, okay. I mean, we got the pay. He's got the card. We're all set to go. So, Greg, if you're ready to make your first pick, go right ahead. All right. Well, the first match. Normally, I get away. I go with. I, I save like the title matches last, but. <laughs> I think there's two title matches that are closer to irrelevant, in my opinion, than others. So the first one we're going to talk about is a triple threat cruiserweight match um, between Drew Gulak, the champion, um, hum, hum, Humberto Carrillo. Bless you. And, um, wow, I can't read my own writing. Lindsay Dorado. Um, I wrote Lance Dorado. Okay. Okay, same thing. Um, <clears throat> once again, it's for the cruiserweight title. Um, there's really not much to talk about for this match. Um, I think maybe what we'll do as far as the order goes, um, 
as far as announcing after I go, we'll let DJ go. Then I'll announce Little Nugs picks. Yep. Then you'll announce Tom's picks, and then your pick that way. It's yep. Live recorded, live recorded, live. You know, yep, absolutely. To, to go that way. Um, so I I don't know anything about these other two guys. Um, while I was jotting things down, I heard you and DJ talking about it. I'm just gonna go with Gulak um, with Pin. Okay. So DJ, what do you got? Um, I'm, I gotta go Gulak also. Um, he's just doing too well as the champion right now. I don't think they're gonna mess with it. Um, so I got Gulak winning, winning on Murdo. I thought it went louder. Alright, um, yeah, that's right. Joe never gave who was taking a loss for that extra five points, too. Yeah. Hmm. We'll just go with straight up winner. Yeah. This time. Yeah. You know? Um, and Little Mugster does have Gulak via pinfall. Yep. And Tom, Tom has Drew Gulak pinning Umberto. And Trib? I got Gulak pinning Umberto. Uh, DJ, you said you got Gulak pinning Umberto? Yes, correct. Okay. Could be a clean sweep. Well, it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, it's just get too confusing to just run Robin away. Um, all right, so the next match we're going to talk about. Um, I just got to do the older thing. Bear with me one moment yep. while I just... Yeah, because like you said, you know, you know, like Greg said, I really don't know too much about this Umberto guy. I've seen Lan uh, Lince Dorado uh, wrestle with the Lucha House Party. So that uh, might be interesting, but I don't think Gulak's ready to lose the title yet. So the next match we're going to talk about is for the second most irrelevant title in the WWE, the women's tag title, um, where it is three hotties and a squirrel. Um, Alexa Bliss with her tag team partner, Nikki Cross, defending their women's SmackDown, well, women tag titles against uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Um... We'll just go in the regular order. It's yeah, done. okay. Um, Joe has predicted um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to win with Nikki Cross pinning Sonya Deville. Okay. DJ? Um, I'm going new champs. Rose and Deville winning with Deville pinning Nikki. Okay. And what did the Thunderous one have? The Thunderous one has... Ba, 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 ba. Where is it? Uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose winning. Sonya Deville pinning Nikki. That seems to be the consensus. Why? Because two people out of three people have said it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay, so let's. So, is that what you have? No. Oh, well, then how's that the consensus? <laughs> I have uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose winning as well. And I have Mandy Rose pinning Nikki Cross. Okay. <clears throat> I think one of the biggest things to look at with this is all of a sudden Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are baby face. Um, which I think is a horrible idea because Alexa Bliss, quite like to me, the Miz, is the best heel yep. in the women's division. Uh, yeah, okay, the boss is good, but there's nobody, you know what I mean? She is the top 
heel. Um, and for her to go back over heel. Um, looking at some of the things and watching, you know, I, lucky for me, I had the NFL Sunday ticket, so I was watching the Steelers game, so I saw the box broadcast of the Steelers game. And on the commercial for the debut of SmackDown, um, they show AJ Styles, no, not AJ Styles, who was it? Um, Charlotte, Roman on one side, Kofi Kingston, and Becky Lynch on the other side. Mm. So, that ties into a lot of my picks for the women um, later on in the show. Um, I just don't see them putting every title on SmackDown, which is where the villain Rose are. I, I don't know. Is it their time? Is it not? Is it yet? Is it later? Um, I, I'm going to go with my girl Alexa um, against my better judgment. Um, and I'm going to go Bliss pinning um, Rose. Okay. Next time they fight, they lose. And that starts the breakup. I just don't see it happening yet. Okay. On to the third match, which is the only non-title match of the pay-per-view. As it is Roman Reigns taking on Rowan in a no-DQ match. So, like, I know, like, you know, um, well, what am I saying? I don't know. No disqualification, no disqualification. I'm thinking last man standing type deal. But, DJ, you get to lead us off for this one. All right. Well, this is a hard one because you never know what's going to happen. I feel like something crazy is going to go down. Someone's going to come out. I don't know. I, I, I can't go against Roman, I don't think. So I'm going to say Roman by 10. Okay. And what does the Thunderous One have? Thunderous One has Roman by pin. And Trib? Uh, now this is where I've originally picked up my unadvertised surprise in this match. Um, I'm picking Eric Rowan to win by pin with assistance from Daniel Bryan. I think this thing, I mean, I think they want to make this monster into a monster. And I think the thing with him and Daniel Bryan was just a ploy, so to speak, to make it look like, oh my God, he's really going to be, you know, if, if he comes out for, for the match, is he going to side with Roman because of what Rowan did to him on SmackDown and he's going to end up causing Roman to lose the match. So I got Eric Rowan pinning Roman Reigns with an assistance from Daniel Bryan. And that will be my unadvertised surprise. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not going to write it down because things may change until mm -hmm. we get to that. Um, the only thing with this is it's quote-unquote, to me, obvious that Daniel Bryan gets involved some way, somehow. He's nowhere on the card, you know, it's just, and that's where I'm trying hard to not believe that. And if they really want to, I mean, they gave Rowan back his first name. So, you know, he's not just Rowan anymore, it's Eric Rowan, which right. means nothing to some, but means a lot to me. I, I don't know how, I don't know which way, I'm not going to lock in that there's going to be outside interference 
But I, I'm gonna go with Rowan via pin. I just, I got, I just got that feeling that yep. you know, something will happen. I don't know exactly what, but Rowan gets the pin. Okay. On to the next match, which is for the SmackDown Tag Titles. That is the champions, Biggie. Langston, which is no longer Biggie Langston, it's just Biggie, yeah. and Xavier Woods taking on the revival, Dawson and Wilder. Uh, who does the Thunderous one have for this? Tom has the New Day winning, and he has Biggie by submission over Wilder. Okay. And Trip? I've got New Day winning with. Woods pinning Dash with Woods pinning Dash Wilder. Um, I was actually going to put this match first because to me this is the most useless match on the card. I'm so done with the New Day just for that reason. I'm picking the Revival to win, okay. um, and I'm going to go with. I'll go with Wilder pinning Woods. Plus, one other thing, the reason I'm going with the New Day as well, is I think as long as Kofi is champion, then New Day will still be retaining the tag team title to keep all the titles with one group, I believe, is what yeah. I think is the reason why New Day is still champion, Kofi still champion, because they want all three of them. So I'm writing down Kofi pinfall now? No, 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 no not yet. And Little Nugster has Dawson pinning Xavier Woods. Okay. And DJ? Uh, I agree with Trev. I think they want to keep it all together at, just for this point. I got New Day winning with Big E pinning Dash. Tell you right now, just looking at the first, well, these last three matches, there's going to be a big point separation between me and DJ after this pay-per-view because yeah. we're head-to-head -head on three matches already. So. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking at that too. It's good to be good. Yep. Alright, on to the fifth match of the pay-per-view, where it is Shinsuke Nakamura defending his IC title against The Miz. Um, Trib, you get to lead us off for this one. I am going to go with the new Intercontinental Champion for this match, The Miz by Pinfall with the skull-crushing finale. Right. I, at first, I was thinking, okay, well, they've now paired... Sami Zayn to be the voice of Nakamura. So here comes his push. Um, got him a title on this. Then I'm looking at it, and, and I read a little article today about The Miz and how he is one IC title win away from tying Jericho, and he's only three days away from holding a title to break a record for longest reigning IC champion overall. Mm -hmm. So with as much as... Vince now hates Jericho. I could easily see the Miz winning, then losing, then winning it back to give him ten right. reigns and go over Jericho. Um, so I, I think that's going to start here, and I'm going to go with the Miz. Um, Sami Zayn will somehow screw it up for Nakamura because everything works out badly for Sami Zayn. He's on that oh, "woe is me" room. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go Miz pinball. Okay. Um, the little nugster went Nakamura pin. Ooh. DJ? Yeah, um, I think he's going to do all that breaking the record stuff, too. I'm going Miz by Pin. 
Okay. I think DJ. So, I think DJ and I agree on all but one so far too. He's got Roman. Nope. I got Rowan. Nope. Yeah. Nope. He has Deville pinning Nikki. You have Rose. Oh yeah. Okay. And, then, and then you have Xavier pinning Wilder, and he has Biggie pinning Dash. Right, but we have we've picked yeah. the same winners. But you don't have the same. But you don't have the same picks. There's still points. Yep. That that get exchanged. Mm -hmm. Who does Tom have? Tom has. Um, this is Tom has Miz by pin. All right, we are halfway through the matches at least. As the next one, we're going to talk about as they start to get a little bigger, a little bigger. Um, is going to be for the United States Championship, where it is AJ Styles um, with his goons in his corner taking on Cedric Alexander. Um, lucky, lucky, lucky me, I get to go first. Um, once again, just looking at this and kind of looking and reading as to how high Paul Heyman is on Cedric Alexander and what he can do in the ring. And a lot of, if you look at a lot of his moves and a lot of his things that he does, does simulate Ricochet. They built up Ricochet with this feud with AJ Styles, and then what happened? They put Ricochet over, and then after a few weeks, right. it went back to AJ. That's the one little thing about this, is the fact that Paul Heyman really loves Cedric Alexander. Yeah. So could they do the same thing, where he overcomes everything with the club and you know interference... You know, left and right, right and left, and then finally, you know, overcomes that. I don't think in his first shot. So I'm going to go AJ Styles pin. Okay. Uh, the little nugster goes AJ Styles submission. DJ? So, if I'm not mistaken, Cedric just beat Styles, didn't he? Like, on the last show, I think he... I think he might have beat Styles. Yeah. So I gotta go with him losing this time. I'm gonna go AJ by pin. Yep. And AJ by pin, okay. Who does Tom have? Tom has AJ by pin. And you can mark trivia down for the same thing. Could be a clean sweep. It's a clean sweep there. Nope. Nope. Trip, trip, Joe's got submission. submission. Yep. All right. So I'm just trying to pull up some dead skin off my hand. Okay, on to the next match, which is for the Raw Tag. This, this is, to me, this is where the matches get yeah. more difficult, this more difficult to pick. Um, where it is the tag champs, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman taking on... Excuse me, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Um, Little Nudster has title change where he has Ziggler pinning Rollins. Um, DJ, what do you got? Um, to me, this is, in my opinion, one of the easiest matches to predict. I mean, I could be wrong, but to me, I feel like Ziggler's going to pin Rollins also for the new chance. <laughs> Okay. Trip, who does Tom have? Uh, Tom has 
Strowman and Rollins winning, and Rollins pinning Dolph Ziggler. Okay. This is a match that I'm sitting there thinking if these guys, if Rollins and Strowman retain the title, then who's going to win the Universal title? If they lose, I, wait, I think if they, if they keep the tag team titles, then I see Rollins beating Strowman. If they lose the tag team titles, I see Strowman beating Rollins because what better way to give Rollins, uh, I mean, Strowman a push than doing it after they lose the title. But I don't see them wearing both titles again after this pay-per-view. So I'm just so torn on this match. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go Rollins pinning Rude to retain. I'm trying to write you. You leave oh, the table and then leaving off the table. Damn cheap ass table in the studio. Um, yeah, I could think of a million reasons why Ziggler and Rude should lose, but I just can't. I just think of one reason why Rollins and Strowman would lose, and that's to cause controversy to make their match against each other. Um, as to who does something to cause the other one to, to get pinned is kind of, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Ziggler pinning um, Rollins. And like and like I told DJ earlier, I said I see this match being early in the card because this way after this match, I probably don't see it being a long match either. Only because those two guys have to go against each other for the universal title. So maybe if they have this on like third, they'll still give them time to rest and relax and relax for their universal title match as opposed to. Having it, what? Well, just out of curiosity, why do they need to rest and relax from the brutal beating they're going to get from Ziggler and Rude? I mean, it's Rollins and Strowman. Yeah, but you know that's just my thought. Yeah, it's not like they're taking on no, heavy I mean, I machinery see, I mean, and Brock Lesnar yeah. in a handicap match. True. You know, I mean, I can or, see that. Or, or your favorite, Lars Sullivan. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's all done. Stick a fork in him. We're not going to see him anymore. All right, on to the first of the two singles women titles, where it is Bailey defending her SmackDown title versus Charlotte Flair. Um, DJ, you get to go first for this one. To me, this is tough, man, because they're, they're in Charlottetown. Like, I don't have any matches winning by DQ, and I feel like this might be one of them, but I don't know. I know I got Bailey winning. Bailey, Bailey wins by uh, Bailey wins by ten. I don't know. Bailey wins by ten. Okay. All right. Uh, who does Thunder Swan have? Tom has Bailey by pin. All right. 
Shred? You know, I can agree with what DJ said to a certain extent because I don't see WWE having Charlotte lose in her hometown. But then again, they did with Trish Stratus. She lost in Toronto. Um, as far as, you know, I don't want to see, you know, one of the tag team matches end in a disqualification, but if I see... One of the tag team matches? No, I said, if I see, I don't want to see one. I mean, one of the title matches oh. end in a disqualification, but if I see one that could end in a disqualification, it could be this one because they have a lot of animosity between the two of them. Um, but with a pay-per-view like this, such as Clash of Champions... Uh, I think you're going to probably see a a lot of titles change, quite a few titles change. Maybe not, you know, I, I'd probably say, you know, a good portion of them will probably change. So I'm going to go Charlotte by submission with the figure eight. My... My thing with this match is, it depends to me which match is on earlier in the card versus later in the card. If this is anywhere else in the United States, Becky and Sasha goes on the card later than Blair Bailey. But my fear is that because it's in her hometown, it goes on after Sasha um, and Becky. I envision... The, the boss, I mean, <laughs> if Charlotte and Bailey are first, I see Sasha coming out and getting, intervening in a match some way, somehow, for um, Bailey to keep her title. Um, I then see later on, when it's Becky and Sasha, that's where, I, does then Charlotte come out in that match? And this is, I, I just, this is yeah. why this match is probably the toughest on the card for me to this put these two matches. Yeah. Um, but going into Fox Friday Night Smackdown, does Fox want to see Bailey as the champ? Or they want to see Charlotte Flair as a champ. There's not going to be another pay-per-view. Why do you look confused? I just said my internet dropped the call, but now we're reconnected. Oh, it's the okay. second time it did that. Um, and we know how much Vince loves Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Against my better judgment, I'm actually going to have to go with Flair via submission. Okay. DJ, As did Little Nugs. Yeah. DJ, we're totally opposite on this one, so this will be interesting if we're real close at the end of the night. Yeah. The uh, next match is the other women's title match where it is the man, Becky Lynch, taking on the boss, Sasha Banks, for Becky Lynch's Raw Women's title. Um... Do I even really need to ask who Tom had? Tom has Becky by submission. Trip. All right, this match here, if there's one, like I said with the disqualifications, if there's one match 
on this entire card that I would have to say I would not be disappointed if it ended in a disqualification would be this one. But watching the previews and looking at a lot of the pictures from SmackDown coming up in October on Fox, they show a picture of Becky Lynch without a championship. Mm -hmm. So I'm so I'm going to go with Sasha and the bank statement as a submission against Becky Lynch. I see Sasha, you know, she, she's back. She's back with a purpose. Uh, just like Becky said, you know, her, her quote, oh, they beat her stupid with the chair. Um, but I think, and I think you're gonna see uh, Sasha, it's gonna be a tough match. This, this one's gonna be a brutal match, I think. But I think Sasha's just gonna come out on top with the bank statement. So this is my thought on this match. Um, if you put the belt on Sasha, and then, what, does she get a rematch or two between now and when she quote-unquote being drafted to SmackDown, or is it just a one-and-done? Regardless, if you then have Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, Ember Moon, I mean... Who's to challenge Sasha on Raw? I think Lacey Evans has proven that she's just not a, a material um, to be in the ring. But do you turn her face? Um, do you split up Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross? Or is it going to be Sasha and Natalya? Who is there to take on Sasha Banks? That's the only reason why I don't know for certain that they should take the belt off of Becky. Um, once again, I'm going to reflect on the fact that, yeah, okay, SmackDown Live starts in October. What else comes out in October? The World Series. W2K20, which has yep. her on the cover. Yep. Some way, somehow, Becky's going to come out with this title. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those illustrious Mr. Trivia no contests um, or double disqualification type deal. Um, so I'm officially going to go Becky uh, I guess no. Yeah, Becky wouldn't do disqualification. Okay, now you had said before, who's there to fight Sasha if she wins the title? Yeah, I'm wrong. Who's going to be there to fight Becky? She's defended against. She's beaten just about everybody. Well, so, but then they continue the rivalry with Sasha. Yeah, but how many times can you see Becky and Sasha? How many times can you see Bailey and Charlotte? How many times can you see? They only yeah, have you I know they, that, they push eight women. Yeah. How many times do we see Lacey and Becky Lynch for a while? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, the little nugster has Becky Lynch to be a submission. Okay. And DJ. Um, yeah, I got, I just, I just believe Sasha's going to win the title. I mean, everything you just said is, is really good. Like, it's one of them things that you just have no idea. Like, I'm just going to say Sasha Banks wins by submission. Okay. All right. Um, the next match we're going to talk to you, talk about is for the WWE Championship. 
where it is Kofi Cake Kingston defending his title against the Viper, Randy Orton. And Triv, you're up first for this one. Hmm. This is one of those matches that make you go, hmm. Kofi Kingston, can he can he do the impossible? Kofi by pinfall. No. Kofi Kofi by count out. I think the two of them are going to be battling outside the ring while the referee's counting. And then Kofi, who is very good outside the ring, has very good sense of where he is, is going to hear nine. And when the referee gets ready to go ten, he's going to jump in the ring and be awarded the win. And No offense, but if that's how this match ends, I'm walking out of WWE for the rest of my life. <laughs> WWE Championship match ending like that? I don't know. That's all right. I, it's okay. You haven't had one of these illustrious countouts in a while, so right. Um, once again. Plus, even if I lose a couple of matches, at least I know my. I I feel my bonus pick is gonna put me over the top as far as points go. And if your I'm, bonus pick that doesn't have anything to do with this pay per view. Okay, but I get points for it. Well, yeah, but not for this pay per view. Oh, okay, but it just gets added to overall total. Okay. Um, once again, I reflect to a few weeks from now when SmackDown Live debuts on Fox. And who does Fox want to see as the champion? Yeah, you know, Vince still runs the business, but when you're getting paid, you know, 20 figures, whatever it may be, um, you kind of take their advice. And I don't know... That, I mean, granted, on a little advertisement, Kofi Kingston's on there. I, I've i just got this little thing in the back of my throat that Kofi's time is done. That's why I'm not worried about having to pick, you know, SmackDown champions as being, you know, the New Day still. Um, <coughs> I'm, I'm going to go Randy Orton by pin after an RKO out of nowhere. Okay. Uh, I could see Trouble in Paradise coming and somehow he turns an RKO or, or something. Um, I just kind of see it being a bad day for the New Day. And then they open up Monday Night Raw, you know, licking their wounds and, and whatever. And, you know, throwing waffles instead of pancakes. Yeah. I don't know. So Orton via pin. Little Nugster had Kofi via pin. Yep. DJ? And that's unusual for DJ to pick that because DJ is a staunch advocate of Randy Orton. Yep. I love, there's nothing more that I would love to see than Randy Orton winning the title. I just, I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah, he might do it one more time before his career's up, but I don't know. Okay. All right, and who did the Thunderous one have? The Thunderous one has Randy Orton pinning Kofi Kingston. You mean he's not going to pin somebody else? No, he just he just writes it in that like that. All right, and on to the last match of the card. Um, 
where it is Seth Rollins defending his Universal Championship against the monster among men, Braun Strowman. And I don't know if Trivia knew that I was going to be doing this particular match last of the matches, and that's why he chose the order, so he'd be going last on this one. But obviously, if he's going last, that means I'm going first. And I'm going to be very short and sweet about it. I'm just going to say this match ends in a no contest. Okay. No further commentary. Okay. Until later. <laughs> Until later. Uh, Little Nugster has Rollins via pinfall. Okay. DJ. Um, I also have a no contest for this match. I think it'll be good and it'll be wild, but it's going to end in a no contest. All right. And the thunderous one. Tom has Strowman pinning Rollins. Damn it, I was hoping he's going to pin somebody else. Trev. Well, I'm, I was going, how are they going to do this? Are they ready to make Strowman champion yet? I mean, Seth Rollins has two clear-cut, decisive pinfall victories over Brock Lesnar. And I think Brock Lesnar is just as wild and just as nasty in the ring as Braun Strowman. So if you can beat Brock Lesnar, you can beat Braun Strowman. And I say Rollins by pin. All right. Excuse me, little belchy there. On to the next one, which is our first match prediction. Um, little Nugster gets to go first, and he's predicting Reigns and Eric Rowan to lead okay. off this pay-per-view. All right. DJ, what's the first match? Uh, for me, I just have a feeling that it's going to be the Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Bobby Roode and Zig. Get okay. that out the way so they can worry about their title match. All right. Who does Tom have? Tom has... New Day, first match. Smackdown tag. Trib? I was looking at the... I'm going to punch you in the nuts. I can just see it right now. I was looking at the norm of the way things have been going on pay-per-views. Do I want the WWE to start off Clash of Champions with another Intercontinental title match? I don't know. Do they want? Do I want to see the WWE start off with a title match bigger than the Intercontinental title to get the crowd going? I'd like to see that. I think the first match is going to be... for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Sasha. Wow. I was going to go... With the IC title match, but I think... I agree. I, I mean, Miz, Nakamura, I mean, that's an undercard match. That's yeah. not an opening match. Mm -hmm. You want to tell me AJ Styles, Cedric Alexander, which is one of the two matches that I had in my head that was going to lead off, I, I would have gone with that. But nobody else took it, so I'm going to go with plan A. 
and that is to open up in her hometown. Charlotte. Woo! I was thinking of that. I was and thinking I looked, one I of the saw other you. I saw that look. So I, I'm going um, Bailey Charlotte. I was up. thinking, I'm saying one of the two women I wanted to see open up the match, the first match. And I think it was, and I was thinking about that, and I said, I'm going to go Charlotte and Becky. I mean, Charlotte, I mean, Becky and ba blah, blah, blah. Sasha and the boss and the man. The boss and the man. Okay, we'll put it that way. All right. Um, so on to the overall last pick. Remember, Trev won the pay-per-view last time, so he does get an extra bonus pick. Um, but overall is our unadvertised surprise. DJ, you get to lead us off. Alright, so I'm going with the scene Bray Wyatt appears. I don't know if I want to do it during or after. Um, I'm going to say he, he appears after the Rollins and Braun Strowman match. Okay. And. Tom's was um, Alexa, Alexa turning. turning on. Yep. Okay. Trivia. Are you My, sticking with yours? Daniel Bryan, yeah. Daniel Bryan will come out during the Roman Reigns-Rowan match. I was going to say, causing one of them to lose. Now... Do I need to pick which one I think he's going to cause to lose? Not for this one, but if it was your extra bonus, you have to be a little bit more. Okay, well, he's going to come out to cause one of these guys to lose. Originally, I was going to go with him. Now, if he comes out and he does not have any, there's no bearing on him coming out. He just comes out and tries to get involved, and then the match lasts another five minutes. You're wrong. Okay. Because he's not causing anybody right. to lose. But I think he's going to come out and uh, have a bearing on this match, causing one of these guys to lose. Uh, come up a lot to write in this little box. I just put Brian causes loss. Yeah, but I like to make sure I know in okay. reference to what. Because he could come out and start making out with Nikki Cross and causing, you know... That'd be, that'd be Come out and start making out with Mandy Rose, causing Sonya Deville to get jealous. And, yeah. you know, you never know. Just yeah. Daniel comes out. All right. Um, DJ, I love you and I hate you at the same time. Um, we all know that at Hell in a Cell, the main event is the Fiend versus the winner of Seth Rollins' Braun Strowman. Yep. What better way to put the Fiend over than to come out and destroy both Rollins and Braun Strowman to make it a triple threat match in a Hell in a Cell. So what I'm, a little different than, than DJ's, is my reason why there's no contest is because a Fiend comes out, the lights go out, and they're just both laid flat in the ring, and the show ends with the Fiend standing over both of them. Nothing shown. That, that is very, very, very possible. Nothing shown. Either that, or I was going to say the Cruiserweight is going to be on the pre-show. <laughs> But I'm going officially with, you know, like I said, the Fiend shows up, the lights go out, then the Fiend standing in the ring with both Rollins and Strowman out on their feet. So the Fiend 
ends universal title match. And the little nugster has Daniel Bryan coming to the ring and distracting Roman Reigns. And that's why he has Roman be a pinfall. The hell's that? All right. Well, here it is. The last pick of the pay-per-view, and it's the sole pick of the winner of the last pay-per-view, and that goes to Mr. Trivia. Thank you. Um, I, I can't say that I can take credit for this because, you know, with the, with the wrestling mind that DJ has and the wrestling mind that Nug has, which are very good, knowledgeable wrestling people, uh, probably the best I've ever dealt with in the wrestling business. Um, I originally had thought from the get-go that Bray Wyatt is going to get involved in this Seth Rollins match because when they said he's going to take on the winner, I see Bray Wyatt coming out and... Now how do I want to how do I want to word this and rephrase this so it doesn't sound uh, let's see would it be more impressive if Bray Wyatt put the mandible claw on Braun Strowman as it would be Seth Rollins and then Seth Rollins ends up winning the match which makes Braun Strowman which makes Braun Strowman the odd man out because Seth Rollins will take on The Fiend in the cage match at Hell in a Cell. And then Braun Strowman interjects himself to make it a triple threat match. I think Bray Wyatt will come out after the match and put the mandible claw. No, not the mandible claw. He'll just come out after the match. I'm not going to go into any specific detail. It, well, you kind of have to to get the okay. extra bonus points. Right. You can't just leave I, it I think he's going to come out and put the mandible claw on. Now, you can say attacks one of the guys. Okay. As opposed to strictly saying the All mandible right. claw. Because yeah. it can be Sister Abigail right. and you're screwed. He'll come out and attack. Uh, do I want to say both guys? To make. Yeah, he's going to come out and attack both guys at the end of the match. And he's going to be left there in the ring by himself while those two guys are laid out. Similar to what you said. Right. But I'm going to say he's going to attack both guys. Right. And, and there's our pay-per-view prediction show, Clash of Champions for 2019. Um, now, do you guys... Uh, I mean, I think probably one of the top two matches I see in this show will definitely be AJ and Cedric. I mean, Cedric Alexander has really been picking his game up. Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead. Cedric has been picking his game up a lot. I mean, <laughs> it's been amazing what he's done. And I see him eventually down the line becoming a champion on one of the, on one of the shows, either Raw, or, well, probably, either Raw or SmackDown, whichever he goes for draft or whatever. But I think it's going to be interesting. That that's going to be one of the one of the good matches, one of the best matches on the card. And I see if all goes well, this is this has the 
makings of a B plus pay per view again. You know, WWE's had a lot of B plus pay per views the last uh, couple. I see this one probably being it as well. And it's coming from where? Tonight? Oh, Charlotte. That's right. Yeah. They get good crowds. Yeah. Flair country, so you know it's going to be pretty interesting. So I see it probably a B if everything goes goes well. B plus. So you've already went down from a B plus. To no, I'm saying B B B plus. I see it. Hmm. Um, I mean, I I like AJ Styles. I like Cedric Alexander. I think Cedric Alexander is very good in the ring, but I'm not a firm believer in his character yet. Um, not overly impressed by his outer ring performances. I probably have three, maybe four matches above this one that I'm looking forward to. A, the two women's title matches. I think those two matches can be A, A-plus matches. Um, and, and I'm really, really interested and I'm really excited about seeing the Cope Kingston and Randy Orton match. Because I think they work very, very, very well in the ring. They've had a very, very good campaign leading up to this match. Um, and the one other thing I can't point out is, once again, we do say, and you know, the rule of thumb is, you go over on the show, you lose on the pay-per-view. What happened this past week in SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kofi Kingston went over on Orton. You know, off of the... But that was the first one. Randy's, tables. Randy's been getting him the last but couple of shows. But this is the one just for the pay-per-view. The, yeah, the go-home go show. show. Yep. So, that was another reason, I forgot to mention, but that was another reason why I did go with Orton, just because... Um, and then maybe you could throw in kind of even odds, the Rollins Strowman match, um, and then to me the AJ Styles Kobe, uh, AJ Styles uh, Cedric Alexander match. Right, DJ, your thoughts? I think the match I'm really looking forward to is the Sasha and Becky match. I think it's going to be a brutal match. Probably, I don't know, probably one of the best on the show. It's just going to be probably bloody. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see that. And I think, um, like I said, if, if there's one match that I think could possibly hold up as a, as a double disqualification or no contest would be this one. But I just, I just think there's going to be a clean winner. I, I really do. And Becky has been a great champion, a fighting champion. Right. She definitely, you know, she beat Ronda. She beat Lacey Evans. She beat Natalia. <laughs> Sasha's back. She's got something to prove. Um, and I, I mean, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting to see those two going at it as far as you know the the matches go, and you know who's gonna who's gonna take what. One of my unadvertised surprises I was going to go with was. The twenty four seven title being defended, but right, you, know, you never. Like you never I, said, I, mean, I think I, I'm. You got to figure they're going to move two matches to the pre show. Um, in my opinion, it's the first two we talked about: the uh, cruiserweights and then the women's tag titles. Um, I, I just, I don't. If they're if they're only moving one, then okay. But I really, right. You know, with the matches that they have and the times they're going to give to them, I don't see. I, I see them. I, I just don't know what unless it's unless to me. Unless it's the SmackDown or the Raw, no, it won't be the Raw because you're not going to put Rollins and Strowman on the pre-show. Right. The only match I can see if they're doing two matches could be the Raw tag titles. Could you they know? put Nakamura? I mean, Miz? SmackDown tag titles. Could they put Nakamura Miz on the pre-show as well? I mean, that I don't know. for some reason I just can't get excited about that match because 
Maybe it's because, you know, Miz has been champion so many times, and you kind of, somewhere along the line, you kind of expect him to win. And Nakamura is, is about as, Nakamura is about as exciting as root canal surgery. Yeah. But, I mean, I see, well, definitely, I see Drew Gulak and his, uh, his triple threat match on the pre-show. One of the other matches, I mean, yeah, the, the women's tag team, um, Becky, I mean, um, Alexa oh, Bliss match could be on uh, the pre-show as well. Because I don't see the WWE going with a pay-per-view with an odd number of matches. I see them going with 10. And if they go with 10... Which means they would only put one on the pre-show. Oh, that's right, because there's 11 matches scheduled. Um, yeah, okay, well, I see just one match, and that'll probably be the Gulak match, which, may, which might make... Because it's Clash of Champions, so put all the major champions and the major titles on the main card, because that's what it is. It's a Clash of Champions. <laughs> Drew Gulak, as far as... Cruiserweight Championship goes. The man has proven himself pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view. Do I think they deserve to be on the main card? Not yet. You know, it, it starts off good as, as the pre-show match. And, you know, like I said, sometimes the WWE throws us a curveball and adds an extra match or two after we're done with our prediction show. And we stand there... You know, holding our nuts, wondering yeah, what we're going to do about it. I don't, think I don't see that happening. They, they took a match off the card already. Right. And they moved is. the King of the Ring Finals to tomorrow night on Raw because, mm -hmm. they, I mean, they, they look at this stacked card that they already have and they want to give, right. you, know, the main, you know, the main roster matches, you know, enough time. Right. Plus, I think with Chad Gable being in the final, it kind of loses a little bit of its luster, the King of the Ring. That's why... Do I see him winning as far as, you know... The underdog, so to speak, where it beat Shane McMahon twice, and you know, thanks to a fast count by Kevin Owens. Now, supposedly, Kevin Owens is fired. Uh, well, it wasn't a fast count. He he tapped out. Right. Well, the first time was the fast count when it, when Shane came out and said, "Now it's gonna be two out of three. Right. And then when he tapped out, you know, I don't see in that match. I didn't see Kevin Owens doing anything. Illegal or underhanded, he just tapped out. He submitted. So who knows? Maybe Kevin Owens might get, might end up sneaking into the arena and getting involved in that match. You never know what they're going to do as far as that goes. But uh, yeah, so I mean, overall, if WWE plays this this up right, what what grade do you think it, it, it'll come out? Well, it all depends. I'm going head to head on seven matches with the DJ. So if I come out on top on those seven matches, it's an A plus. If I come out on the bottom, it's a D. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. With the way that our picks are, you know, we got I don't know a lot of them different. So yeah, one of us is going to come out with a pretty good lead. Well, actually, what'll probably happen is because, like I said, I think there's seven of them that are different. Um, Three of them I'll get right, three of them you'll get right, and the other one we'll both kind of get wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Make it interesting. So, anyway, go Buffalo. But um, That's why I hate Cowboys fans, DJ. This is the exact reason why I hate all Cowboys fans. Why? 
Go Buffalo. That's just a cheap shot at a Giants fan. Well, they take cheap shots at my Cowboys. I don't see that happening. I didn't say DJ. Go, oh, oh, bullshit. DJ hasn't taken a cheap shot at no, it. No, but he's a, if he wasn't just, a Giants fan, would you be like, saying go Buffalo? Just like you said to me today. Would you I, be saying go Buffalo if there wasn't a Giants fan here? You would, if it was just me and you, you wouldn't be saying that? No. Exactly, but because just, you're an asshole Cowboys fan that just, rubs things but into just your like, I've had it rubbed in my face with how much the Cowboys suck. When you go head-to-head, head, yes, all the time. Go for it. If it's Cowboys-Giants, fine. If it's Cowboys-Redskins, you want to knock the Redskins, that's fine. But why I take would, a cheap shot below the belt? I would pick Platt oh, High School right, over the Red, Giants. Oh, that's right, because you're a Red Sox fan, too. You're all that's, alike. That's... Uh, that's for another story. I, I realized a week and a half ago we weren't going to make the playoffs. I didn't a week even and a half ago. I realized in June we weren't making the playoffs. I um. <laughs> that's why I, you know, that's why I said it. even though there was a time where Greg said he doesn't think the Yankees are going to get past Houston's pitching staff. I think the Yankees are going to the World Series. I I think they have the offense. If there's a team in baseball that has the offense to get past that pitching staff. It's the Yankees. Because they got... Drop it, has to be on the field. I never heard of this Urshela, and now he's got a zillion home runs. Same thing with uh, that other guy. They got. I can't even remember his name, but I know he's got 36 home runs. Huh? Gary Sanchez, I think. No, not Sanchez. The other guy. Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres. Oh, yeah, Glaber. Yeah, yeah, he got a lot. He's got a zillion. I mean, these guys have come up from the farm system. And that, and that goes to show you how well they are, but we'll talk to that for another day. Yeah. Um, all right, so right now we're coming to the end of our pay-per-view prediction show. We are on getting Spotify, ready, at least. Yeah, on Spotify. We're getting ready to sign off on Spotify. So for all you wrestling fans out there that were listening to the Top Rope Report on Spotify, we thank you for joining us, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy... You've enjoyed our prediction show, and hopefully you'll enjoy the pay-per-view tonight. And tune in next week for the results as to... Uh, how far down the pipe there, Mr. X? I don't know. The Thunderous one's got a lot of the same picks, so uh, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, but I didn't pick the New Day to win by, uh, by submission either, so. All right, so for now, we're signing off on Spotify. Yes, so have a good night, Spotify. We'll talk to you later.